Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, welcome to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. This is your co-host, typically Anthony Dittmore. That's on Twitter, Anthony Dittmore underscore. Today, I'm not joined by anybody. Joe and Cody both have obligations today, so they both will not be making it for today's podcast. So I'm going to go solo, dolo. Going to be a quicker one since I'm by myself. Um, recording the day after the Nets' brutal loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, the Nets seem like they have their the Bucks have their number. Um, Kevin Durant is now 0-5 in his last five games against the Bucs. The Nets lose the season series to Milwaukee three games out of four. They've only won their one game on the road, and they just had Kyrie Irving in terms of big three. Well, big three, you know what I mean by that. Um, they lose this one in a heartbreaking fashion over time. Their, thir- their third overtime game of the year. They were 2-0 previously. They lose 120 to 119 to the Milwaukee Bucks. Yesterday's game was really fun in terms of, like, if you're just watching from an outside perspective, like if you're not a Nets fan, um, for most of it, if you're not a Bucs fan, you're probably very nervous. But yesterday's game was very, very back and forth. The Nets started this one off strong. They had a, maintained like a 10 to like four-point lead for the majority of the game. Even like four minutes left to go, they were up like five points. Actually, they were up like seven or eight, actually. And they looked like they were in command. They're going to go on to win this game. They had great performances from some of their guys. Like Kevin Durant played well, 26, 7, and 11, and 10 of 21 shooting. Bruce Brown played really well. He had 23 points, 8 of 17 from the field. He had five rebounds, three assists. Drummond gave him four and 10. Kyrie Irving had 25. Um, Seth Curry had, had uh, four three-pointers in. He had 16 points. They Claxton played some good defense off the bench with 11 points. Some of the role guys didn't really play well. The Nets went very starter minutes heavy. Their starters played the majority of the minutes. Durant went 45 minutes. Irving 44. Bruce and Seth went 33. Drummond 28. Drogic got some 20 minutes, Claxton as well. But then you had Mills and James Johnson at 16 and 10 apiece. And Kessler was made a few minutes. But other than that, the Nets did not go to the bench at all. Aldridge, Cam, and Blake Griffin all sat the bench again for the think, third or fourth straight game. So then Steve Nash went to tighten his rotation. Um, some frustrating moments in that game from James Johnson. It's really not playing well. I don't know why Steve Nash hasn't switched to Blake Griffin. He plays better defense. He's been hitting his shot recently. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Um, Bruce Brown really has been played really well. He's hitting that three ball consistently. He made three uh, threes out of on five attempts. So he's been playing really well. Um, the story that he actually took a hard fall against Chris Middleton was actually ejected in the third or fourth quarter for uh, his foul against him. Hit his arm really hard, and uh, he got looked. He was okay and came out okay. Kevin Durant had a scary fall and then the game when he hit that three, take the lead eight seconds to go. But really, Giannis Antetokounmpo was insane. Like, I know it was the Nets podcast, but Giannis had 44, 14, and 6. He's now second in the MVP combo. He's passed Joel Embiid for the NBA's rankings right behind Jokic. He could be winning his third MVP, third defensive player of the year. And last year in the playoffs, the Nets really, like, played off of him and forced him to shoot some dumb shots. But late in this game, with, like, about 
45 seconds to go. Giannis hit a pull-up three. I know it was against Andre Drummond, but still hit a pull-up three to tie this game. And really, um, he's, he's improved his perimeter shooting. If he can improve that perimeter shooting like he has this year, he's going to be scary to play, go against for years to come. He was 15 or 19 from the free throw line as well last year. I know he struggled in the playoffs on the line. He really played well. On the Buck side, Brooke Lopez kind of struggled. Wesley Matthews kind of gave him so-so minutes. Jan, Middleton only had 16. Holiday played well at 19. Kind of take advantage of net, uh, smaller Nets guards against Drogic and Curry. Um, Nets rotation-wise, like I think they found their solidified starting five. For the, we would think with Drummond, Irving, Brown, Curry, and Durant. They've started about seven or eight games in a row together now. Um, the Nets played really well. Don't get me wrong. Like, but this is a game they had to have. Like They're fighting in that standings with Charlotte, with Atlanta. They're only down two against Cleveland going into the night with the head-to-heads. So they really control their own destiny, and now they kind of have to win out to even have a chance at seven. Now they're in a three-way tie with Charlotte and Atlanta. So not an ideal night for the Nets. Um, in terms of, like, their rotations, like, Goran Dragic kind of struggled. Didn't really give much an impact in the game. couple costly turnovers. Patty Mills, once again, looks like he's kind of cooked. I don't even know if he's a lock for that playoff rotation. Drummond's at light in that game. I felt like Claxton should have been there in those couple of those matchups against Giannis. Um, sorry, I'm just, like, spitballing some stuff. because I'm going by myself. Usually I'm bouncing off, like, Joe or Cody. So just excuse me on that. But basically, yeah, like, like, I thought the Nets could have went to Claxton there for more versatility to guard against Giannis Antetokounmpo. Didn't really do that. Late in this game, it kind of bothered me how they just kept going so ISO heavy on Kevin Durant. Like, you had this one play where Kyrie throws an alley to KD. Like, a lot of back and forth with Kyrie and KD, I felt like it would have been more ideal in that kind of situation. I felt like it would have been a little better than just kind of running straight ISOs, even like getting a Seth a look or two or Bruce cutting or even like getting into the post against Lopez. Like the Nets didn't really do that. And it kind of was getting very predictable, like four straight plays. Kevin Durant, so like do a little time on the Nets are up eight with like three minutes to go. Malkios this big run led by Giannis. Um, Giannis makes a, uh, two free throws to go up two with the Nets, with like, well, like 20 seconds to go. Katie gets fouled on a three, a scary play. Looked like he almost got hurt there, but he looked like he came out of it okay. Um, scary fall, hit all three free throws, go up one with eight seconds to go. Giannis comes down, gets two free throws, two seconds to go. Nets are down one again. Katie gets an open look, same spot where he took it last year in the playoffs, and he missed it. Um, so the Nets lost this one in heartbreaking fashion. Um, some thoughts like rotation. I feel like, like I said before, I think Griffin definitely should get some more looks over James Johnson. I think in offensive purposes, I understand Truman and Claxton a really good combo at center. Maybe getting older some looks when like, the Nets are struggling to score their second unit wouldn't be a bad idea. Just, just get him his legs under him before the playoffs. So that's something to keep an eye on. Hopefully, like we always said, Seth has been dealing with an ankle issue. It's not, obviously, at times, he's not really cutting as well as he was originally, but at least he's been hitting his three-point shot for most of the time. That's good news. Um, but, yeah, it was once again, the Nets just really – I, I, me personally, I don't want to play Milwaukee in the playoffs at all let alone the first round. Hopefully the Nets can draw Miami or even Boston without Rob Williams would be a better matchup. I'll even take Philly over them, but we'll have to obviously wait and see. We don't even know where we're going to stand in the play-ins. So I think looking too far ahead is not smart. When we get these next five games, worry about the play-ins, and then we can worry about a first-round opponent. That's kind of the way I see it. Don't want to dwell on this game too much. <laughs> Got into it so hard, I busted my knuckles open by mistake, punching in the air, hitting the ceiling, celebrating the Kyrie dunk of Aliyub to KD, but then obviously game didn't really end well. So, yeah, the Nets lose 120 to 119 to Milwaukee. Arnas had a couple pass from Abdul Jabbar for the Bucs all time leading scorer. He's really going to pull up some, some resume. He has two MVPs, rookie of the year. I think he has two defensive player of the year, multiple time all star, all star game MVP, finals, finals MVP. His resume is getting really big. Like, he do go up there, like, top 10 all time, if we're going to be honest. But, yeah, 
that's all I really have in that game. Um, other than what we've been saying, that's really just needed this game and they couldn't seal the deal. Going back to the standings, like I mentioned before, the Nets are now in a three-way tie with Atlanta and Charlotte. All three of them stand at 40 and 37. I think the Nets are only ahead right now of Charlotte because it's a three-way tie. There's a different procedure for a three-way tie versus a one-way tie. So it could get a little tricky. Right now, the Nets currently stand in eighth, but they're literally tied the same exact record that Charlotte and Atlanta. In tonight's NBA action, we're going to see if any either of them are in action. Um, I'm recording this on Friday. So not, none of the three teams are in action tonight. So in terms of like that regard, no one's uh, worrying about the Nets. The Nets don't have to worry about any scoreboard watching, at least for tonight. So they kind of take a little breather. Um, the Nets have five games to go in the season. I'm going to pull up the remaining schedule. They don't play a top six team in the East left. They play Atlanta Saturday, which would be huge for tiebreaker purposes and like standings, as they are obviously said tied. And the Nets have an easy stretch down the season. They have Houston, then a back-to-back with the Knicks, the Cavs next Friday, which would be a big game for understanding purposes as well. Then they have Indiana at the end of the season, which is too, still to be determined for a time. So the Nets really should, like, you would hope they finish 5-0. and Like, obviously, you've played the games. You, you would like them to finish 5-0. and um, All winnable games to here on out. So they really do need to take care of business. We did mention, like, this is their last tough game of the season. Um, we're going to look at Atlanta's remaining schedule. Obviously, they're playing Brooklyn on Friday, Saturday. Then they have Toronto, Washington, Miami, and Houston. So not a terrible schedule for them either. Miami might be a tough game for them. And then looking at Charlotte in the standings. Charlotte's remaining schedule is against Charlotte has the Sixers on Saturday, Saturday, the Miami, Orlando, Chicago, Washington. So they have a tougher schedule. So the Nets could potentially they get ahead of them. We will see. It's going to be tough from here on out. Um, we did get an update from Shams Sharania today regarding Ben Simmons. He's starting to do on court work again. He's trying to ramp up. He's saying he's they're targeting for the playoffs. I was rather pessimistic last time we talked, saying he's probably not going to come back the rest of the season. But it's looking like he is, bearing any setbacks. You never know with these setbacks. I say just wait and see. Don't want to get your hopes up too much. But Ben Simmons could be is on track to start doing on-court work, so we could see about that. Um, In terms of other injuries, like none of really other injuries besides the Harris injury, so nothing really else to report. In that regard, you'll see Curry and Durant's status going in tomorrow, going into the game against Atlanta, but I expect them both to play. Obviously, the Nets get every game they can take. We talked about the big difference versus the 7-8 playing versus the 9-10 playing. Um, you saw KD got into it Nick Wright yesterday. Nick Wright was talking about, I feel bad for Kevin Durant. He's always been second his whole life next to LeBron, now next to Giannis, who's second overall pick. So, like, kind of just, like, uh, going at Durant, and Durant, like, referred himself as a god, saying sorry, little Nicky. So, a little off Twitter uh, drama. But, yeah, um, that's all I really have today. Kind of went solo. Just wanted to talk about this game. It was really important. Um, next episode will be joined by Cody and Joe, hopefully, probably Sunday or Monday following the Atlanta game. Talk about the importance of that one as they play Saturday night against the Hawks. Nets are off tonight as in Friday. But yeah, just want to get some thoughts out after that Bucks game. It was a really tough loss for the Nets. Really tough to swallow, especially after last year's elimination. But yeah, um, to, in regards to our pickums, Joe actually clinched the season series for the wins. He has at 32 wins. He picked a, a Nets loss. While me and Cody picked wins, we kind of had to because based on what Joe picked. So he's up six. So it's 32, 26, 26. So it's Cody and I are fighting for second now. Joe clinched first. He has a six-game lead of five games to go. So it's not already picked him here on out. But in terms of the next game, Joe's picking a win. Cody's picking a loss. And I'm picking a win. But, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. I am your co-host, Anthony Dittmar. That's Anthony Dittmar underscore on Twitter. 
please leave us a review, ask some questions, and we'll be joined by Joe and Cody next episode as well to talk about the Hawks game. 